Welcome to the first or second or perhaps even the third car quick short episodes of the Avion experience. And of course, if you haven't been able to tell by now, you've probably figured out that I am horrible at naming things. But anyway, having said that, let's move on to what it is that I want to talk about today. And that is my personal journey into minimalism. Now, this can take place over various short form podcasts, but I think that it's really important to establish an understanding of what minimalism means to me because it has several different meanings, several different definitions, several different looks to it. But if someone were to ask me, Chris, what does minimalism mean to you? I would just simply say it's external space. All right. So that is creating external space to allow the emptiness of that space to provide a value then that you can then explore. So minimalism as it's defined, it's really about removing the things that don't create value so that you can then bring into your life that which does. It's about removing the the, the things from your life that tend to either crowd the life, crowd your life, or, or take up more space than, you know, which is required, meaning that you really don't utilize or use these things that are creating, you know, this, uh, in these, all this clutter in your home, wherever that may be. But I also, also want to bring into this conversation, not just the minimalism aspect of it, but I also do want to bring in the aspect of meditation because to me meditation and minimalism really equate to the same thing at least for me it does and one is internal and one is external obviously you already know which is which but just for the sake of this conversation for me meditation is about creating internal space minimalism is about creating external space And so knowing your why, as far as why do I want to create this space, then allows you to define what is important. So for anyone listening to this, and if you are creative, which to me, everyone's creative, and knowing that all these things that are around you right now are pulling at your energy, by removing these things that are pulling at your energy and not providing the benefit for being in your space and as you're removing these things from your life you're really going to start noticing and realizing that you're going to have a lot more energy and the reason for this is because as i've said before everything requires a relationship if you heard any of my uh, prior podcasts when i've been on solo or actually even some that with AV and myself and Andrew and one of the things I remember talking about in that podcast which is a few podcasts ago with Andrew was the relationship to space and so everything requires a relationship so that includes your things that includes the 
the stuff you have in the closet. That includes all the stuff you have in the kitchen. That includes all the clutter you have in your vehicle. And that also includes the overstuffed to-do list you have. Or the calendars or the meetings or the friends even. That are not providing that value that you at this moment are requiring in order to expand to the next vibration of your experience. Now, a lot of times when we go into minimizing, I'm doing that on air quotes, when it comes to minimizing the people we have around us, that may sound rude, so to speak, or perhaps even selfish. But the truth is, is that as we begin to expand our consciousness and we want to, you know, we're stripping away the layers of the unaware self so that we can be in tune with who we are, we then realize that perhaps some of these people that we have around us are not providing that value of expansion, but instead what they're doing is keeping us at a level that's safe or keeping us in a situation that is comfortable and safe. One of the things that that I've come to realize is that those who are alcoholics don't want to be around someone who's a recovering alcoholic. Why? Because it shows them that they too can recover if that's what they choose to do. So it's the same thing as someone who is expanding in consciousness, is expanding in awareness. And if you're changing your, your, your mindset, if you're changing your heart set, and all of a sudden you're expanding who you were into someone who is unfamiliar to that group that's around you, you know, basically they're going to be hating on the fact that you're maneuvering yourself out of the situation you were into the situation you're, you're, you're moving into. And for me, that's where not only minimalism comes into play as far as the exterior, but you see it's also intrinsic with the meditation, with the internal space. Because you're realizing internally that you want to expand. You want the space to expand through awareness. And that's the interior. And you're realizing this through meditation. And so now you're applying this in action by minimizing, instead of having 10 friends, which just let's say out of 10 of those friends, six of them, you know, want you to go out every Friday. They want you to spend your whole paycheck. They want you to get intoxicated and you you know you're making dumb choices and doing dumb things and then you're broke and then you come into you come into work on Monday and you just you just a hot mess right and so we don't want to be in that situation and so we begin to minimize those quote unquote six people that are around us because as we're expanding we're realizing that we don't want to be part of that and when we don't want to be part of that, they actually don't, don't want you to be part of that either. Especially if you're already going through that, exp- that expansion, right? If you're already expanding, again, they don't want to be around someone who, who doesn't want to party, who doesn't want to just spend their whole paycheck. And so I believe you understand what I'm getting at. But the idea of minimalism is not just about, again, it's not just about the things, although that does play a part in it. But, the, but it expands. And so I will go into my story, obviously, and so that everyone can understand what, how it turned my life around and how it enabled me to start perceiving my reality in a completely different way. 
But for me, this has been an ongoing, you know, it's an ongoing life change. And everything really is. And minimalism is nothing more than a tool set, right? But it's about understanding how to use that tool. I've also heard that minimalism is not really a, you know, it's not a destination, but it's a journey. And I'm learning that as well. Because perhaps some of you listening to this may have had the same upbringing that I did. And again, I'll go into more detail when I, when I speak about my story when it comes to this. But growing up in that scarcity mindset, and then all of a sudden one day you're able to buy whatever it is you want to buy, and then you're given a credit card, you know, with a, you know, whatever, a five or a $10,000 limit on it. And so now that scarcity mindset, which is kind of oxymoron, or, or it doesn't really make sense if you think about it, because you're in a scarcity mindset, meaning you don't have enough, but yet you go spending everything you have. When you don't have it, you're spending the money on it, even though you don't have it, and then you have to pay it off. It's just weird. Like your scarcity mindset, you would think you would be frugal, but that's complete opposite. Well, at least for me, it was. So my scarcity mindset wasn't about being frugal. It was about spending all this money and hoarding everything that I had. There was one time that I had, I don't know, like five, four or five laptops. And and every time I would go to the coffee shop, and I believe there were four, one, two, yeah, there were four laptops. And every, every time I go to the coffee shop, I would stare at these, at these laptops. And I would say to myself, like, or not say to myself, I would, you know, that paradox of choice, which laptop do I take? Now, this one has a long battery. Should I take this one? It's, you know, it's four o'clock in the afternoon. The coffee shop might be full and there might be no access to some plugs. Or should I take this one? This one is a little bit faster. You know, the screen is a little bit nicer. And and so, but the point is, I had four laptops. So who needs four laptops, right? And so when I started understanding this path and I started to minimize, you know, the things, the external things, two things were happening. My external change was, was, was shifting, but so was my internal space. That too was shifting. And I realized that it's a parallel path. That when you're deciding to create space externally, it's very beneficial to create the space internally. And the same thing applies to those of you listening to this and you have a meditation practice. And you have a, a the type of, or, or even a spiritual practice that involves you really expanding your, your, your awareness, removing the layers of unawareness. I do feel, and may, and this is just my feeling, this is just my idea, that when you're on this path, you may want to consider about minimizing the stuff that's external to you, even though you, you're, you're starting this path internally, you're starting this path with a meditation practice, and you're creating space internally, but then what happens that, you know, you create this internal space, you're feeling good, and then next thing you know, you come out of your meditation room, or, or you know, or on the couch, or whatever, you know, and then you go into your shoe closet and you have, you know, 27 pairs of shoes or, or, or sneakers to, to choose from. So it's right. I mean, so how much sense does it make if you're creating this space internally to be at peace, but yet you get in front of a pair of shoes or sneakers or, or shirts or shorts or, or whatever it may be, or in my case, it was laptops, 
So here I was, you know, meditating. I was feeling all this peace inside of me. And then I get out of meditation. I, I, I want to write about what I'm feeling. And I go in front of four laptops. And there I am st- staring at four laptops, getting all stressed out again because I don't know which laptop to take. And of course, you know, you almost always take the quote unquote wrong one, even though we always say the one you take is the right one. But then you realize that when you're in the coffee shop, that one file didn't sync over to the other computer. And so what you went to work on the on the coffee shop, you're working on something completely different. But I know I know all spiritual people always say, oh, that's what, what's meant to be. Well, right. I understand that. But what I'm getting at is is the is is about complicating things and the idea of uncomplicating it. And perhaps I can even end this short conversation with with just that. That the ego always goes for complication. The ego always wants to complicate things. Whatever you're doing and it seems complicated, it's because the ego is involved in it. And so in order to defuse the ego is to uncomplicate anything that you're doing by bringing ease into what it is you're doing. And perhaps you can start that today by not only uncomplicating your life, but creating a minimal habit, which again, I'll talk about in another podcast, and being true to your meditation practice. Peace. What is minimalism? On its surface, minimalism is about owning fewer possessions, about owning less stuff. But it's actually far more than that when you start to consider it. I define minimalism as the intentional promotion of the things we most value by removing anything that distracts us from it. In this way, minimalism is about intentionality. We live in a world where we see 5,000 advertisements every single day, and every single advertisement calls for our attention and it calls for our affection. Minimalism is about rejecting those messages and taking back control of our own lives and being intentional with our time and our money and our energy. Minimalism is also countercultural. Our society praises excess and overconsumption at every turn. Minimalism is about rejecting that idea. It's about recognizing that excess actually carries with it a burden. And in this way, minimalism is also about passion and purpose. It's about rejecting this idea that I can find happiness and fulfillment in possessions. It's about realizing my life was designed and created for something far greater than that. That there are far better places to find my happiness and my fulfillment. And it's about rejecting possessions. It's about removing those distractions and pursuing more and more of my values. This is minimalism. It's about more than owning less. It's about taking back control over our lives. It's about rediscovering and finding a greater purpose and a greater passion and discovering a greater life than we ever thought imaginable.